Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from the best bank in Georgia, as voted by Forbes magazine. Um, yep, Renaissance Bank, uh, voted by Forbes as the best bank in Georgia. And I think the reason for that, I, this is my personal experience, is that they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way. If you want to know more, go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office and give them a call and go uh, see them. Check out whether your business is a fit uh, for uh, what they have to offer. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Jeff Gartland. Jeff is the CEO of Relationed. Jeff, welcome. Thank you, John. I really appreciate being here. Hey, it's a pleasure. Let's talk about you and the work that you're doing at Relation. How are you serving folks out there? Well, we're really focused in on something that in today's days, day and age seems really, really simple. Can I get in touch with my doctor and can I get myself scheduled for an appointment? And unfortunately, that's harder than it needs to be, John. Uh, so what we are really, really focused in on is trying to simplify that problem statement down so that people have better access to the healthcare system. Uh, and we, we really truly believe in our heart of hearts that uh, people do deserve a more simple solution and a simpler way of accessing healthcare. And so that's, that's really our core focus. You got my attention on that. <laughs> I think uh, uh, me and o I don't know, only about a, a s several hundred million others have that same problem. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so I think it's, it's one of those ones that everybody unfortunately has had the experience of, right. Right. It's just a, it is an, it is an abrasive process at times. So, Let's talk about the problem, and then, I, and then I want to talk about your solution to it. Why, why is that a problem? I mean, that may seem like an obvious question, but sometimes there aren't obvious answers to those questions. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody that's dealt with or has had a family member go through um, the healthcare system, it can be for something simple, um, you know, like a, a normal annual exam or uh, an urgent care visit, all the way to something very complex, like a cancer diagnosis. Um, and, and all of those experiences, the, the unfortunate reality is there's a lot of administrative activities that happen both behind the scenes and downstream from the consumer experience that we all feel as, as uh, humans, as patients entering the system. And uh, that can be uh, you know, related to your health insurance uh, and things like eligibility and authorization and payment processes. Uh, it can have to do with uh, referrals um, and really understanding, um, you know, who is the best doctor to really handle a particular situation. And all of those steps that occur really create these handoff points. And each of those handoff points has an opportunity for yet another challenge or problem statement for the consumer experience. And so uh, what's really gone on for a long, long time is um, a lot of paperwork, a lot of activity in order to uh, handle those handoff points and handle those transitions. 
but it hasn't really driven itself all the way up to the beginning where it's the beginning of the consumer experience. Can I get scheduled? Can I get in? Um, and you know, the, the reality, John, is the fax machine is still the number one means of communication in healthcare. It's crazy as, as much as it is, but the fax is. And so um, each of those touch points, all of that paperwork, it's moving around back, back behind the, the activities. And, and what our systems are really designed to do is understand that complexity, but then simplify it down so that when you as a human being, one of your family members becomes a patient and is starting to enter the healthcare system, you don't have to worry about that activity. And we can make sure that we support the providers through that process in, a, in an easy way and still provide a consumer experience that in today's day and age, we all expect. And I think the pandemic has been a, a real eye-opener for the healthcare ecosystem, which is, has kind of shoved us off of the cliff of you know, balancing between the old um, administrative world and this new digital world. And it's, it's fully pushed us into the viewpoint that um, as consumers, as patients, we want a better experience. And, and, and that's really what our system is, is drive, driving at. So, Jeff, let, let, let's, I mean, you, you talk about scheduling, and I want to, like, shift the focus toward another term that you use, which is engagement, because I don't want people to feel like this is some scheduling app that's real simple, because you've got something more than that, right? I mean, you, you've got something that involves engagement. Talk about that. Yeah, so uh, the reason we talk about scheduling is because it, it's oftentimes that first step sure. of engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, but really, that process is, is multi-pronged. Um, can you find which physician that you really want to go to? Um, can you get access to them? Can you schedule an appointment? Can you change that appointment time? Um, what's their follow-up with you? Can you fill out the paperwork ahead of time so that when you get to the office, you're not filling out you know, 10, 10 sheets of forms? Um, do they understand your health insurance? So they, they understand whether you're eligible and authorized. Can they take prepayment ahead of time? All of these different steps are really opportunities for engagement with, with the uh, consumer. And those engagement points can happen before the visit. They can happen sometimes during the visit. And they certainly can happen afterwards and follow up around something like medication adherence. Uh, or follow up around, you know, a, a um, follow on appointment or a referral. And so there's all of these engagement points throughout that journey uh, that we're really focused in on and that our platform supports. And our, our focus on the scheduling side is really because we've, we've found that to be one of the very, very beginning steps that many, many consumers are, are trying to engage with the healthcare system. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, I think I, I, I brought that out in the way I did, because I think we've, people hear scheduling app, they think something a lot simpler than what you're actually providing, right? Oh, yeah. And, and scheduling a, is a really, really, really challenging one. A lot of people think about it as if it would be, you know, going on a Delta website and, and, and buying a ticket on a plane. Um, and the reality is it, it is it is way more complex than that because you really do get into the nuances around which physician is best for you and your condition. Um, you know, uh, let's take a specialty like um, orthopedics as an example. Mm -hmm. um, there's a very big difference between somebody that handles shoulders versus backs. There's a big difference between somebody that does knees versus, you know, uh, hips and elbows, right? And so 
understanding who and where is the best physician for you becomes quite complex very quickly. And so, uh, you know, this is not this is not like a uh, a capability that you're just trying to buy, you know, a ticket on a bus seat or a ticket on a plane. Right. Uh, it's really understanding those nuances, understanding those the context of uh, what kind of appointment you need, what kind of physician you need, um, and really bringing those rules into into play to sure, ensure that we've optimized the patient experience, the consumer experience, and that we have optimized the provider's workflow so that it's an efficient process. Folks, we're chatting with Jeff Gartland. Jeff is the CEO of Relatient. Um, I love that name, by the way. I mean, it's like patient and relations. I mean, is that is that where that came from? It is. I love That's it. Correct. I love it. Uh, patient relations. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, um, uh, terrific work. Uh, talk about the. Obviously, there's a lot of technology behind what you're doing. So, talk about the technology that drives your platform. Yeah, you know, it really begins at its core around how do you capture data effectively. Um, most folks nowadays probably realize that, you know, the healthcare provider world has adopted electronic medical records. Uh, that's been going on for the last, you know, 10, 20 years uh, and was certainly accelerated by uh, the High Tech Act um, in, you know, 2008 through 2010 type of time period. And those EMRs are really uh, a core system for the providers. They're the they're this kind of uh, source of truth, if you will, around their patient population and the data and the information that they have. Uh, it's a, essentially a digital version of the old, uh, you know, manila charts that you would see behind a uh, a physician's practice. Mm -hmm. uh, so our technology really begins with how do we effectively tap into that electronic medical record and interface with it in a way that allows for us to surface up that data in a much more consumer-friendly experience. Um, the unfortunate experience of EMRs is that they were largely designed to solve the problem statement of how do providers bill insurance companies and get paid properly. Um, they weren't designed to be consumer engaging experiences. Um, now we've put patient portals on. I don't know about you, John, but uh, you know I'm a I'm a relatively healthy individual, and I think I have six or seven different patient portal logins uh, for different doctors and and uh, you know places that I've been between urgent care and my kids and a specialist and and other kinds of things. And so um, that's just not a consumer friendly experience. Right. Um, I, for one, don't go on to those portals and log in all that often. And so one of the really key things about our technology is tapping into that data, but then surfacing it up in a consumer friendly fashion. And in particular, how do we surface it up through your mobile phone, mm -hmm. text messaging? Um, and there's a lot more engagement with consumers through mobile phones versus going on a computer, going to a website logging into a portal, using usernames and passwords. Um, and so we've really tapped into an ability to securely and safely allow for that experience to be done through your mobile phone, through SMS text, uh, back and forth with your physician. Uh, but it does really truly begin, John, with how do we effectively tap into that data and do so um, at scale? You know, let's, let's, I want to dig in just a little deeper on the, the text, um, 
issue because one of the things that you point out in uh, some of some of the uh, language you have out there about uh, relationship is that only 20% of emails are ever opened, but 99% of all text messages are read. (laughs) And that clearly says people are voting with their feet toward communicating by text. And that's where you've centered your technology. It really has. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's dramatically changed the game in terms of uh, the ability to follow up with patients, um, to confirm appointments, um, to really drive um, things like the no-shows, um, and just ensuring that we've we've communicated and, and validated that uh, we've got the right date, the right time, um, sending instructions ahead of time. It, and you know, perfect example of this is as COVID hit, think about the the massive shift that happened from your normal experience with your your physician, your primary care physician or a specialist, and then all of a sudden we had to change all of those rules. Uh, go contactless, um, you know, you know, show up outside, we'll call you and then we'll come, we'll come walk you in, uh, make sure you bring a mask, all of the different activities that went on during the, the kind of height and, and, and peaks of the, of the pandemic really showed the importance of that communication and being able to do so effectively. And, and text is just such an easier form and a higher engagement rate with consumers mm-hmm. to ensure that that communication is, is read uh, and that, that you have the ability to connect people in an asynchronous way uh, well ahead of the actual engagement in, inside the office. So Jeff, talk about, uh, I guess the customer here for your, uh, for this platform is the healthcare organization. I presume that's who's paying for this, right? Um, that is correct. Okay. So let's talk about why it's important for healthcare organizations to adopt your platform. Yeah. I mean, the, the really big use cases include, uh, driving down no show rates. Um, so just ensuring that when a patient is scheduled for an appointment, that you can confirm that they're coming, or if they need to change the date and time that you are able to do that ahead of time so that you can really fill your calendar and ensure that you don't have those open spots throughout the day. So that's a a huge component of it. Um, Making sure that you're able to really uh, present yourself in a way that allows for you to capture new patients coming in. Um, Also then validating that once you have a patient, how do you ensure that you're able to really keep them into in your ecosystem and you're validating that uh, they're following up, they're staying adherent to uh, the program and protocols that you've, that you have uh, prescribed to them. So if you want to break it down, John, it really starts kind of into the, or, or buckets into these three easy things. Mm-hmm. Got you know, it. Bring a new patient in and make sure that that new patient uh, enjoys that experience. It's a friendly experience and that they show up for their appointment. Uh, when I have an existing patient, can I make sure that they are, uh, you know, coming back to me that I'm, I've presented a consumer experience that allows for them to want to continue to leverage my services versus the next provider down the street or the, you know, down the road. Uh, and then when, when I've got them engaged, how do I make sure that I'm following up with them in a way, whether that's through a referral process or whether that's through, you know, ongoing adherence and, and health campaigns uh, that they're continuing to engage with with me as their provider, and so it really is new patients showing up, existing patients, uh, you know, staying adherent, 
and those existing patients uh, following up on on what you've what you've really um, you know laid out for them. So Jeff, talk about let's shift gears just a minute and talk about just the I guess the a little bit of background for you. A uh, big change for you here recently. Uh, appointed as CEO uh, of Relationt. Talk about um, a little bit of your journey, and um, uh, you know what what what's happened here recently uh, internally yeah. at Relation. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've been in the business for almost twenty five years now, um, and well over half of that. John was trying to solve the simple problem, which is how do I just connect the healthcare system? Um, and I've done that in lots of ways, connecting providers to payers, um, connecting patients to providers, connecting pharmacies to PBMs. And, and um, you know, when you've done that enough, what you, what you start to realize is that it's, it's not always just a problem statement of technology. Although I'm a technologist, I'll, I'll, I'll raise my hand. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tech nerd at heart. Um, but it's not always just a technology problem. It really comes down to uh, how do you drive the technology in a way that that aligns to workflows, that aligns to behaviors, um, that aligns to a lot of these uh, systemic challenges that exist uh, in our healthcare system in the United States. And so um, I've really been focusing my career on on a, tackling that challenge. And you know, coming over to to Relation um, about two months ago now, John. Uh, what really drew me to it was the ability to have a true impact on how people access healthcare, and that's just—it's an incredibly exciting space, and it's one that uh, really has a has a tremendous impact to consumers mm-hmm. and a tremendous impact to providers in terms of easing that burden. Um, and so, you know, the exciting part and what what um, you know brought me here two months ago was we actually merged uh, Relation, which is. Uh, based out of Franklin, uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and we merged it with a business in Atlanta uh, called Radix Health. Um, and, you know, Relation had, uh, has a huge uh, opportunity now bringing these two businesses together to really be uh, the premier leader in patient engagement and ensuring that we solve not just one of those problems we talked about, John, but really bringing a platform uh, that can help with multiple areas from uh, patient acquisition and scheduling all the way through uh, check-in, uh, registration, and referrals. And talk about Radix, uh, Radix Health. What what Radix brings to the table for relation? Uh, what makes the two of you better together? Yeah, the, the big piece that Radix brings to the table is a rules engine that's really, really focused in on the provider schedule optimization. Uh, so relation has been focused on the problems I'm talking to you about for you know, seven plus years um, and has been delivering them extensively at scale across the entire US. Uh, the one piece that, that Radex really, really brings to the table is how do we optimize the provider side of that workflow? So how do we ensure that in the example that I told you before about that orthopedist group where you know, the, the shoulder uh, specialist is different than a back specialist. Um, how do we ensure that we're bringing that patient engagement experience and optimizing it into the rules that are necessary to make that provider office really work well and flow? 
And so it's a great marriage between the provider optimization of that engagement experience and the patient optimization of that engagement experience. And that's, that's what we're really looking forward to in terms of bringing that platform together. Wow. That sounds exciting. Now you, uh, I guess, uh, um, concurrently or is, you'll have to explain whether it's, it happened coincidentally or if it was part of the deal, you had a major investment from Brighton park park capital, right? Yes. And that, that was part of, part of this, uh, acquisition with Radex. Yeah, Got it. absolutely. And, you know, Brighton's a, a fantastic uh, partner uh, and, and kind of a financial partner to our business. And we're really focused in on uh, growth. And that's the orientation that we have is really taking uh, this combined asset to the next level and driving growth in, into the marketplace. Jeff Gartland, folks, he's the CEO of Relationt. So, Jeff, t- let's talk about that growth. Talk about what you see ahead as you integrate these these two companies and uh, march forward. What uh, what is what does it look like over the next few years for you? Well, we're we're really excited. I mean, we're seeing tremendous growth in uh, many of the the market segments. Uh, the primary activity that we've we're executing on right now, John, is very very focused in on. How do we drive that patient engagement experience into um, a a sticky and really, really uh, value-added capability that drives the consumers into the provider systems effectively, but really, really delivers tremendous ROI and value for provider organizations? Uh, We've already seen great value attainment around appointment reminders, no-shows, um, a lot of the you know kind of capabilities that are uh, available today, but we think there's just tremendous runway in schedule optimization and referral management within within the provider ecosystem that just removes those burdens. It removes those touch points that I talked about before, where the system can collide with one another and really provides a technology foundation for uh, the patient engagement experience holistically. Uh, at, I mentioned, you know, the pandemic kind of pushed the industry over the edge in terms of this activity. So the growth has really been unlocked in terms of demand. Um, it's out there in terms of how do provider systems really open themselves up into a much more consumer-oriented model. And so I think the, you know, the the grass is very green in terms of uh, healthcare ecosystem uh, kind of shaking off the dust and, and getting themselves out and, and being a little bit more modern in the in the consumer experience. And um, we're really excited to be a part of that. I've got to think, and I, this is a question uh, here, but I've got to think that the future looks bright in terms of just the, the ecosystem out there as you see further mergers of healthcare organizations as you see some of these big organizations buying uh, doctors' practices, what have you, and integrating them, um, they're looking for efficiency and to be able to squeeze out um, added revenue and and lower their cost out, out of all these mergers, right? I, I would think that's got to help you. It, they absolutely are. And, you know, in a simple example of that, John, uh, you know, just take take a scenario of, of – you know, a merged organization coming together and and trying to drive some level of efficiency around some of their 
administrative processes, their, their back office processes. Um, and in today's day and age, uh, you know, maybe they're having challenges with hiring labor. Maybe they're having challenges with getting people into an office. Maybe they're having challenges with, um, you know, uh, staffing shortages and an ability to, you know, effectively uh, handle phone calls uh, in a timely fashion. Um, you know, all of these things are kind of bombarding uh, the healthcare ecosystem due to, um, you know, kind of the, the economic uh, conditions and the, and the pandemic. And then on top of it, you've got a pent up demand in the consumer world that's looking for access mm. um, and, cra and craving that. And so um, one of the great ways that we can tackle that is just through really good automation. And so we've invested pretty heavily um, in automating activities around this communication and bringing into um, the world things like, um, you know, chat capabilities so that when you're texting back and forth, um, we're able to make that a much more efficient process with the provider organization so that, you know, they, instead of it taking, you know, 10 people to handle uh, their patient population, maybe they can do it with five because they're able to use these tools and allow for them to effectively chat back and forth with the patients in a much more efficient fashion. And so um, that's a, it's another great tailwind for us in terms of, uh, you know, the, the pent up demand, um, the ongoing uh, consolidation. And then ultimately, the ability for technology tools like automation, uh, chat capabilities, uh, you know, a number of the, the different capabilities that we're bringing to the table in terms of our platform that allow for that to be a really efficient process. And again, like I said, ultimately deliver a really strong ROI for the provider and a great consumer experience for the, for the patients. Wow. What exciting and important work you're doing, Jeff. Uh, congratulations to you, your team. On that, uh, that's uh, awesome. But uh, before we let you go, let's get to the a really important question, which is if someone has heard something that makes them want to be in touch, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, go to our website. Uh, it's www.relationt.com. That's uh, R-E-L-A-T-I-E-N-T.com. Uh, would love to uh, you know have you look at the information, see what we've got. Uh, you can connect with us, contact us there. Uh, and obviously, if you want to get in, in touch with me directly, you can probably hit me up on LinkedIn is probably the fastest and easiest way um, you know, to reach me. So I appreciate it, John. Awesome. Uh, Jeff Gartland, folks, uh, CEO of Relationed. Jeff, thanks again. Really appreciate you. Thank you, John. Hey, folks, just a, a quick reminder. Um, if you're in and around the Johns Creek area and you're looking for a great place to do team building exercises for your uh, business, your company, um, uh, your um, division in your company. What better way? Uh, stay, stick with me here, folks. What better way to do it than to stand around a, a table inside a culinary studio and season meat and cut cut vegetables? Seriously, ANS Culinary Concepts does that, and it's pretty cool. It really is. And I've been over there, and they do great work. And the, yeah, they've got big green egg boot camps and they do corporate catering and they do a lot of that kind of stuff, but they do something really unique with team building. So if that's something you're looking for is everyone figures out a way to get those teams back together, um, call Andrew Traub, uh, my friend over there at ANS Culinary. He's at 678-336-9196 or go to asculinaryconcepts.com. Uh, and check them out. They're over on Jones, Jones Bridge Road in uh, Johns Creek, and uh, they do terrific work. And I think you'll uh, 
you'll find it quite interesting, those team building uh, exercises they do. And folks, just a quick reminder that North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps that we're up to show number 410 or something like that. Um, uh, and we have done that because of your support and we're grateful for that and we thank you. And uh, we would love it if you're not subscribed to the show to subscribe. North Fulton Business Radio is a search term on all the major podcast apps. So for my guest, Jeff Gartland, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.